Yeah, they are awesome. I kind of like expected to not really be included in games training because I need to focus and it's all like I don't want to take any time away from um, their training and they're so they're amazing. I went in yesterday and I was like, thanks for letting me join in. And Tia was like, our training is as much of your training as it is ours. So they let me like come in and train with them. And um, the vibes are actually great. Like we really do have so much fun training. Um, and so it's a lot of hard work, but definitely like we have fun doing it. And um, I've been kind of like doing a few classes here and there like I was before. Um, but also just hopping in with um, the Proving Group every so often, too. In partnership with The Morning Chalk Up and part of The Morning Chalk Up Podcast Network, this is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host and the Clydesdale. My friends are Amy Radowski, Charlie Odie, and Kat Shear. We are here to bring you the best interviews with the biggest personalities in the fitness world and CrossFit from all over the world. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and write a review. It's such a big help to our podcast. And with that, we're on to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. RX Mark Your Jump Ropes, the best jump ropes in the business. Our title sponsor and such great support from them. You can get your RX Mark Gear jump ropes by going to rxmarkgear.com. At checkout, use Clydesdale15, all caps, and you can get 15% off your order. Uh, you can buy jump ropes of any color, shape, size, uh, the handles. You can make those whatever you want. You can get the cable at different weights um, and different lengths depending on your height. So check it out at rxmarkgear.com. Use Clydesdale15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. That does exclude new additions, new arrivals and special editions, but check that out, uh, it's a great deal. In addition to that, they're also supporting our hashtag road to a thousand. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast, and you have a public profile, every time we hit the century mark with subscribers, we're giving away a brand new RX Mark Your Jump Rope. And Dave Newman, the owner of the company, has promised to throw in a couple extras uh, for that winner. So make sure you go over, subscribe, and uh, you have a public profile, and you may be our next winner. They are an amazing coffee. It is delicious, has different little notes of chocolate and things like that. Um, and it's really clean and crisp uh, when you drink it in the morning. Uh, but they have a light roast. Uh, they also have a medium roast, as you can see there. Um, we are so excited about the sponsor sponsorship. Uh, if you use Clydesdale 20, all caps, Clydesdale 20, you can get 20% off your order. Just go to upbeforeyou.com and uh, order your coffee. It's delicious. You'll love it. All right. Okay. So hi, everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Scott is the Clydesdale. We are his friends, uh, myself, Kat, and Charlie. And we have a new friend today, Sydney Wells. Sydney, how are you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, for sure. I have to ask you, is this your first podcast by yourself? I think so, actually. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Okay, good. Yay. We have yeah. um, 
we've done this with a couple of people where it's been like their first long form podcast. So I love that uh -huh. we get to add you to the list of that. Yeah. So for anybody living under a rock this CrossFit season, Sydney Wells um, made a surprise appearance at the West Coast Classic. She qualified in a CrossFit semifinal um, and did pretty well there as well. And so Sydney, I just want to start with, take us through the evolution of this season for you. Mm -hmm. um, I know okay. you've been doing CrossFit a long time um, and you've been sort of in the ecosystem sort of once removed, but it looks yeah. like to me, if I look at your stats on the CrossFit Games website, that you took some serious stabs at the Open probably like in 2019. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've always done CrossFit as like a fun way to like just stay in shape and um, be competitive with my friends. And just after running track, I needed something that was a little bit more competition. So um, I've just been doing CrossFit, taking the classes, nothing serious. Like I wouldn't say I've ever really trained outside of the classes before. And so this season I actually was like getting kind of sick of doing classes and I um, was going to start training for a marathon, which is so random. And I started doing that in December and it got canceled. And so I was like, well, now I guess I have to do the open again. <laughs> So um, I did the Open, um, recorded semifinals, and, like, was very surprised to make it. I didn't even really plan on recording it. Oh, sorry, quarterfinals. And I um, was really excited to get the chance to compete at semifinals. And um, I was just doing, like, classes before then. And so once I made it, Proven reached out and asked if I could come train alongside them and um, – yeah, so I started training with them and went to semifinals, and that's really about – I trained for probably two and a half months, so. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. So did you do the Open? Where were you living um, before Proven reached out to you? So I would have been in Nashville for one year, so I moved here in July, um, and before that I was in Memphis. Got it. So I assume with your SEC track career at Mizzou, mm -hmm. you had a chance to visit Nashville a few times in your college career? Yeah, we would run at Vanderbilt. So I kind of knew it was a place that I really liked. And then living in Memphis, we would come down here a lot on the weekends just to check it out. And I just one day decided I want to move to Nashville. And my sister was in a position in her life where she wanted to move to. So we moved together. Okay. So you guys... Did you guys move from Mich uh, from Missouri down to Memphis as well together? No. So my sister was actually living in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I was in Memphis. Um, just I went to Memphis for a job, and she went to Tulsa because it was familiar. We would lived there before, mm -hmm. and okay. we both decided to move at the same time. Awesome. Very cool. So the open comes around and you had been, I guess the year before had gyms been closed. What was your training situation like then? I know you said you were training for a marathon. Um, uh -huh. Running's pretty much like the only thing you can do in a pandemic, really. That's why I decided to do it. <laughs> okay. um, training was pretty weird. Um, in March, I remember like my work was just remote. So I went to Tulsa for well, I guess this was March of 2019 or 2020. 2020. So yeah, March of 2020. Um, I went and visited my sister and we did a lot of workouts in her garage and all of that. But by the time we moved here in July, um, 
a lot of the gyms were open. They did have a lot of restrictions, but we could still train pretty regularly in July in Nashville. Okay. So it really wasn't until that marathon got canceled that you sort of said, okay, let's see what can happen. Yeah. I just did the open and um, to be honest, I wasn't going to record quarterfinals because I wasn't even really like, I didn't even really have the goal of making semifinals because I didn't think I would. And so um, my sister, like, she made me record it. She was like, don't be one of those girls that qualifies and doesn't have videos to prove it. So I recorded it and made it. So I was glad I did. That's insane. And so I know that your sister, Brooke, chose Mac because she wanted uh, to sort of get that over with and, and be done. Did you actually select Granite Games as your first choice and then just get West Coast because, I don't know, you weren't seated high enough or how did that work? Yeah, so we had known that we didn't want to go to the same one because, well, originally she was going to come and coach me, but that was when I had, that's why I preferenced uh, Granite Games first so that it was the weekend after hers and she could come coach me on her like week off. And then when I didn't get Granite Games, I got West Coast, which I'm really happy about. I ended up loving it, but she wasn't able to come coach me because it was like right in the bulk of CrossFit Games training. So that's kind of why I preference Granite Games, but I was, I'm actually really glad I got West Coast. It was so much fun. Yeah. So looking back at, uh, clearly, I'm guessing that you followed the Granite Games, right? Like the workouts uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. Was there, was there... What went through your head when you saw those workouts and you knew you weren't going to be able to do them? Like, was there um, one that you were like, oh, man, I would have been great at that or darn it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad I didn't have to do this one. Yeah, I was jealous that they had a lot less legless rope climbs than we had. <laughs> so I was like, dang, I wish I kind of would have got that one with two legless rope climbs. But um, honestly, like, I think I liked the workouts around the same, like about the same amount as I did the West Coast workouts. I knew like the muscle up workout for me wasn't going to go well and that every single semifinal was going to have one with muscle ups. So I was just going to have to get it over with. (laughs) Yeah. And deal with it. So I got a lot, I got to spend a lot of time with your mom um, Uh at West Coast just because the VIP section was right where the media section was. and, And so we got to hang out and chat. Um, and we, you know, she was telling me how you, how great you were going to do the ruck run. Um, how did that ruck run feel to you and how confident were you going into it? Um, I knew I'm like pretty mentally tough. So, and it's kind of like, I've just been running for a while. I didn't, I wouldn't say I was like super, super confident. I knew it was going to hurt really bad, but, um, I thought it was one that I definitely had a chance of getting top 10. So, um, but I honestly didn't put much pressure on myself, which I think helped. And um, yeah, it went really well. Did the weather, was the weather a factor at all for you, the temperatures? Not really, because we had been running um, like a little bit in uh, like 12 o'clock in Nashville. And it honestly may have been hotter here than it was there in the morning. So I think the weather was fine, but we were, I was like a little bit nervous about it when I saw like what the temperature was going to be. So what was it like in your first major competition? I loved it. Honestly, I, it exceeded my expectations so much. Um, 
leading up, I think I had to put a lot of pressure on myself. And then once I got there, I kind of like took it off and I was like, I'm just going to try to do my best. And it's funny because after day one, I like didn't want to know the leaderboard. So I was like, I know like I'm not going to be where I want to be because the first two events just like weren't the best for me. And they went way better than I had expected. And so someone asked me like, how was day one? And I was like, it was so amazing. I did so well. Like I loved it. And I had no idea. I was like in the bottom five. <laughs> so I have a question. Um, what was it like to get back in front of a crowd? Like after your four years at Missouri and, and being able to run track in front of people, what was it like to get back in front of a crowd in a, in a competitive format? It was awesome. I was um, actually not as nervous as I had expected. I think just like running track for so long, I, I swear there's nothing like track nerves. So um, it was amazing. It was weird, like going out there and not knowing like where to look because there's just people everywhere. And I'm like trying to find a focus point for my snatch and there's just people <laughs> everywhere. But it was awesome. I love like the crowd and energy and all of that. That's funny. I get nervous every time I have to run too. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't Probably know why. For different reasons. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Was um so there was a lot of media there too, like on the floor, cameras. Was that a distraction to you at all? No, I honestly didn't even notice didn't. Um, okay. any of them in the moment. So I'm gonna tell you a funny story. When you were at Mac okay. and you were sitting uh -huh. behind me with your mom. You guys were talking about the last day in Vegas and how maybe, you know, what should we do? And we've got family there and maybe we'll go to dinner or do something. And you're, you literally said, well, we can leave early because I'm not going to be, I'm going to be in like one of the first heats is what you said. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but I remember hearing that. And then uh -huh. Sunday, Sunday morning, Miss Wells, you were in the last heat. Yeah, so, that was a shocker. <laughs> talk to us about what that felt like to sort of have that sort of self-deprecating attitude towards yourself, you know, three weeks prior to be like, eh, you know, we can leave early because I'm not even going to be, you know, towards the end there. And then there you are sitting there in that last heat. How much did that mean to you and what was going through your head? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of times I don't give myself enough credit and um, it was just, it was crazy. I did not expect it at all. Um, it was cool. Like, I feel like people work so hard, like, to get to be in the last heat. And um, it was incredible getting to do that my first time at semifinals. You had a huge Saturday, a huge Saturday where you moved considerably up the leaderboard. What was your favorite event that day? Um. Going in, I thought the chipper was going to be my favorite. Um, and then winning my heat on the, um, I forget what it was called, like the bike um, burpee Push one. No. no, the bike burpee box jump overs and um, sandbag. That one was my favorite just because I won my heat. And that was like a really fun feeling to win my heat. It was really fun. I was really nervous for the bike because it's just a lot of calories to sprint, but it ended up going well. Yeah, and and I noted how just composed you seemed all weekend. Um, 
knowing that it was your first big competition and, and paying attention to you at every event, especially like the first workout to just try to see how you were going to respond to the pressure, the movements, the crowd, you know, all of that, that maybe wasn't something you were used to in a CrossFit setting. And you just looked like cool as a cucumber the whole time. And, and I marveled at that, you know, throughout the weekend that it didn't seem like anything really, um, really got to you. Where does mm -hmm. that come from? Where does that come from? Do you think? Honestly, um, just having like amazing coaches, like if I didn't have them back there, I would literally have not even known what to do, like to warm up, like anything like that. And so I always just knew that like I was going to be taken care of and I had a strategy for every workout and I was just going to stay in my own lane and do what I can do. And that's all I can do is my best. And so like I really just had a good head on my shoulders knowing that um, the results don't matter. I just wanted to do my best. So I was looking at your IG and your header on there says just for fun. And you, <laughs> I heard you say that several times in interviews prior to the West Coast Classic. Mm -hmm. Now that you've experienced it, is CrossFit just for fun or is it something you want to do and, and take into the future? Yeah, I definitely sat down and thought about that after the competition because I like really enjoyed it. And I think that um, if I put in work, it could really go somewhere. So I think I can change that now and <laughs> I will definitely be taking it a lot more serious. Yeah, um, this might be a tough question to answer, but I wanna ask it anyway. Um, I've heard some criticism from people, um, coaches uh -huh. and maybe athletes um, making comments like, if someone can't do 10 unbroken muscle ups, how did they get into semifinals or they shouldn't be at semifinals. And knowing that, you know, you qualified fair and square based on the program and everything else, does that, does that sting at all? Or do you realize that people aren't like making a dig at you? They're making a dig at the programming. How does that make you feel when you hear that? Or have you heard that? <laughs> I actually haven't, but I'm not surprised oh, to hear that at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for putting that in your head, but I, I pay Thanks. attention to a lot more, you know, media probably than you do just because of what I do. Um, uh -huh. And I've heard it a couple times and my mama bear instinct comes out and I'm like, I know who they're talking about. And that's BS, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, I totally understand where they're coming from. Um, I was kind of like embarrassed not being able to do one <laughs> well, but um, I actually haven't heard that. And like in doesn't affect me at all because I made it, like you said, fair and square. Like I didn't write the programming. I didn't choose what, what you had to do to qualify. So, oh, well. <laughs> and, and again, your Those mindset was just really, like, just don't bother me. And your mindset was to do it just for fun. You had no plans of making semifinals. And so you just took advantage of an opportunity that was presented to you. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think people just need to get over that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's a good perspective, Scott. Um, so let's just back up a little bit. We haven't talked a little much about sort of your upbringing and your athletic background. Um, you grew up in Kansas? Uh, we grew up in Arkansas. Arkansas, okay. Mm -hmm. And what did you do for fun then or what athletic endeavors did you did you? Yeah, so we started out, me and my sister both did gymnastics. Um, we did that up until freshman year, and then I started running track, and I really loved track a lot. Um, 
I kind of decided to do track because we had started freshman year and I wanted to do a sport that like you didn't have to really um, have like skill for. You could just run. You didn't have to like hit a ball or anything. And so ran track, loved it, um, like one state and all of that um, a lot in high school. And I knew I wanted to do something with it. So I ended wait, up. Wait, wait, you just, getting, you just kind of glossed over it. You won state. <laughs> no mm -hmm. big deal. <laughs> like, like that's not something you just gloss Whatever. over. That's a pretty big accomplishment. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I loved running. Um, we have like a state meet and then we would have a meet of champs meet. And I can't remember exactly the qualifications, but I believe you had to win your division um in your state and then the next like top four go or something like that and so i did that as well and i won that and pr by like two seconds and i think that's what really like got me a scholarship and all that well, what race was this the 400 meters okay perfect mm -hmm. perfect distance i love it <laughs> yeah i got a sprint the whole time yeah so what was the college experience like in terms of getting recruited? Because I think you went somewhere for a year before you went to Missouri or no? No. So my sister went to Arkansas before Missouri, um, but oh. I, I went to Missouri all four years. Um, yeah, the recruiting process went, it was interesting. Um, yeah, I knew I wanted to go to an SEC school and I was just being a brat and I was like I'm gonna go to an SEC school whether I run or not run and so when um Mizzou reached out to me I was like this is it this is where I want to go I was considering Arkansas but um I just got more of a scholarship from Mizzou and I kind of liked that it was in a different city than I grew up in and so I decided to go with Mizzou okay and then Brooke joined you a year later I guess right yeah, so she went to Arkansas for the first year because um, we had literally, since we were small kids, we decided we were going to go to Arkansas, and that had always been the plan. And so when I decided to go to Missouri, she was not happy about it. <laughs> so she stuck with Arkansas, and I went to Missouri, and we're just so close that we were like, let's just – one of us has to transfer, and I'm not transferring because – I had a scholarship to run track, so she transferred to Mizzou. Okay. And so being an SEC school then, too, you got to travel quite a bit, I would imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're used to, like, living out of a suitcase and, and doing all that, like, like a CrossFit athlete might have to do in the future. Yeah, I was going to say, when we went to semifinals, I just kept getting flashbacks of doing it, the same thing with track. It's very similar. Yeah. Um, are you going to Madison? Yes, we are. Okay. You, you will you be there? I would assume. Yes, we will be there, for sure. What, what be did fun. you major in in college? What did you major in in college? Oh, uh, marketing. Marketing. Is that what you do for a full time job? So for a full time job, I'm a sales rep. I sell um, payroll platform to small businesses. So I'm in sales, but it's still business. Uh, my degree was business with an emphasis in marketing. So, and I also think you do have to use a little bit of marketing and sales. 
And so what has that been like trying to train for the semifinals and working a full-time job? Yeah, it's been really tough. Um, I have to like try to fit in, fit it in where I can. Um, a lot of times I would just have to go after work and, um, it did make it difficult because I'm one of those people that I'm all in on. So like when I do something, I'm all in. And when I saw that I had to like skip some of the programming for the day, cause I couldn't fit it in. It like kills me. So yeah, it's really hard to manage both of them. Well, you're, you're a marketing major and with you making the semifinals, you got a lot of publicity um, from a lot of companies. Have sponsors reached out to you? Is that a possibility for, for your future? Um, potentially, that is something that we're working on a little bit, but um, no progress yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they may have something going on here in three weeks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little busy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, are you getting some guidance from some of the same people that help Brooke with that kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, Shane helps me a ton. So does Tia, Dwight, um, Nick, all the proven coaches. They, it's cool. It's kind of like a team effort, and they just all, like, help me out with anything that I need. So, yeah, it's definitely some conversations I've had with some of the coaches. Yeah. Very cool. Have you had to, um, let's talk a little bit about nutrition. Have you had to dial that in and when did that journey start and who's been helping you with that? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually started it like a week before semifinals and his name's okay. Jamie Free. He's an owner at CrossFit Trivium, which is the CrossFit gym I go to. And it's funny because when I started, I was like, I want a nutrition plan um, for aesthetics, I'm not training for performance, so don't try to make me eat all of this food because I'm just doing it to look good. And then literally like a week later, I made semifinals and I went back and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to need nutrition for performance. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he like upped everything and I was eating so much food and um, I think it really helped me. I toned out so much and definitely had a lot more energy with the nutrition program he gave me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost a shame you hadn't started it sooner. Right. Cause I, I would imagine a couple of weeks isn't quite enough time to really get the full benefit of that. Yeah. I did lose like 4% body fat in like two months, which was awesome. But like you said, I definitely like, I'm excited to see what I can do with um, being on a program a lot longer. Mm -hmm. So with, with some of the proven folks, you know, training for the games, what does, what's the, what's the vibe like at the gym now, these next few weeks? Are you still getting in work? Are you taking it easy a little bit knowing that, you know, you're kind of in an off season position? Yeah, they are awesome. I kind of like expected to not really be included in games training because they need to focus and it's all like, I don't want to take any time away from um, their training and they're so they're amazing. I went in yesterday and I was like, thanks for letting me join in. And Tia was like, our training is as much as your training as it is ours. So they let me like come in and train with them. And um, the vibes are actually great. Like we really do have so much fun training. Um, and so it's a lot of hard work, but definitely like we have fun doing it. And um, I've been kind of like doing a few classes here and there like I was before. 
um, but also just hopping in with um, the proving group every so often too. I think this month is a little bit more laid back and then starting in August, I think I'll try to get back to training a little bit harder and definitely work on a lot of skills. So you have that's a, kind of, um, oh, go ahead, Charlie. Do you have, we, we talked to Nick previously and, uh, you know, he was saying how it was kind of not necessarily broken up, but, you know, he has a couple athletes he focuses on, Dwight does and Shane does. Do you have one that particularly works with you specifically, or do you just kind of, everyone has their input? Yeah. Um, it's really been a lot of like a team effort. I would say, um, definitely Dwight. Um, I think he writes my programming. I mean, he, yeah, he writes my programming and, um, Shane's around a lot. So Shane, um, critiques me and stuff where I need it but also like um Nick was helping me on like those rope climbs and I would record them and send it to him so it's really a team effort yeah so after going through this season what have you identified that you really need to work on uh to make the next step Definitely um, gymnastics skill, high volume gymnastics. Uh, that's definitely something that I haven't been doing and I need a lot of work on. And um, I also think if I get my techniques better on some of the lifting, um, that that could help me a lot as well. Did you, when did you start lifting? Um, we lifted some in track, but like for me, it was like kind of, a joke I was like this is so light like they would set like a weight that we couldn't go over and it was really light for me um but like seriously lifting I guess I would say like it's been probably three years and we know that takes a ton of time <laughs> mm -hmm. you know to master yeah. the technique and to build a, a strong base um you guys have a pretty close relationship with your parents or, or so yeah. it appears to be where do they live are they still Back home? So my mom lives in St. Louis, Missouri, and my dad lives in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. So what's it been like being away from them, but going through this pretty big piece of your life, you know, training for the games? And I guess the same thing would go for Brooke too, um, even more so, but what's it like to not have them sort of like right there? I think it does help that we have each other, like me and my sister are so close, like she's my best friend and we just done everything together for her whole life so it helps having her um my mom I call her all the time um like when I was trying to balance work and training I would definitely call her crying sometimes <laughs> I feel like this is so much I don't know what to do but um yeah I would say like we talk on the phone a lot and um it's nice they always come to every event that we ever have so we we know that they'll be there when it matters I also heard you say in an interview um, that you and Brooke spent two years apart and moving to Nashville was so awesome to finally come back together. Um, how important was that to you? And then how close do you live to her in Nashville now? So we live together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it meant a lot. Like I knew that when we had both decided that we were going to move, that we had to make it work um, and pick a place that we both knew that we would enjoy because I want to make sure that like it's for the long term and that we want it like it's summer. We want to stay for a while. Um, and yeah, it meant a lot because we've literally done everything together. Like we couldn't even go to separate colleges. So it's been 
amazing to have her back. But I do think that sometimes like the two years apart were good for us because we just learned to be a little bit more of individuals than always being the Wells twins. Yeah. In in what ways does Brooke help you? She helps me a lot. Um, well, I would say I would definitely not have the coaches that I do if it weren't for her. So um, she's worked really hard to get to where she is today um, and have the opportunity to work with them. And it's been great that she has allowed me to do that as well. Um, and then when I like get a little nervous, she'll send me like motivational quotes and um, like she just helps a lot. And like she'll break down workouts for me if I have questions or like when I was um, struggling with like what should I do because I don't I can't do all the programming because I have a job. So she would like kind of look at it and tell me what she thinks I should prioritize. And basically she helps me a lot. <laughs> so how does that translate away from CrossFit? Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely help each other with all aspects of life. Um, we're super supportive in everything that we do. And, um, yeah, I think we both learn a lot from each other. So do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> no. no, we're both single. <laughs> yeah, I, I trolled your Instagram and I've seen you with like one or two boys, maybe in college, like a baseball player and somebody else. And they're probably just friends. But uh, uh -huh. I just wondered. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think you would consider dating someone in CrossFit or would you prefer somebody who maybe isn't part of that universe? Um, I really don't know. I, I don't think that I would like pick someone based off of if they did CrossFit or didn't do CrossFit. But um, I mean, I, I don't really know. I would date a CrossFitter, I would date not a CrossFitter, but I definitely would have to date someone who um, prioritizes their health and wellness and fitness and all of that, because that's a huge, huge priority for me. And, and I assume Brooke would have to approve as well. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, I noticed one serious thing missing from your gym workouts, and that is a gym dog. Are there yeah. no gym dogs in, in East Nashville or at Trivium? So at East Nashville, dogs actually aren't really allowed. So there's no dogs there, which is sad. Um, Trivium has like a few here and there for when, like some members will bring them in for each class, but there's not really like a dog that stays at the gym. But I wish there was because I'm a huge dog person. I wish I could have one. I just... It's just so much responsibility, especially like trying, especially now. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand. Well, anytime you find one at Trivium and you want to stick it in your story and tag me, let me know because I'm a huge <laughs> dog fan. Did you have dogs I, growing up? Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a golden retriever and then a Yorkie too. Awesome. I love it. Love it. Do you have dogs? I have three dogs. Yes. I have a golden retriever. I have an Australian shepherd mix and I have an Australian cattle dog mix. Oh, wow. Ten, that's crazy. Yeah, 10, six and two. They're what do you do part. with them when you have to travel so much? Well, I'm married and have two kids. So there's okay. always usually someone home. Um, uh -huh. My husband is not into CrossFit whatsoever. So <laughs> we get to <laughs> split our time. He has no interest in coming with me to these events. So that works out well. And then we have like a 
we have a dog sitter that comes when like the family goes on vacation, she'll stay at our house. Okay, yeah, that, that makes that's a that's a big deal. And Scott has a new puppy now. Yeah, mine really? actually is six months old now, um, but it's part Chihuahua, part Yorkie, uh, but it's a, it looks like a mini Dalmatian or mini uh, Doberman. Oh wow, that sounds really cute. I'm jealous. And Charlie, Charlie. I think you have yes. a new puppy too, right? Yes, he's ten weeks old. Um, he's a lad uh, with blue eyes, but I would definitely suggest you waiting. Oh, getting a puppy because he yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. If sleep is a, a priority, he's. Well, you have to understand, Sydney. Charlie has a hundred children, a wife, and needs a dog like a hole in the head. So right. <laughs> it wasn't the best. Exactly. That's awesome. Oh, that's so funny. And then, meanwhile, I run a gym out of my garage, so and I'm, I'm always home. So I I would have probably more dogs if I didn't if I wasn't married to my husband. He's he's put the brakes on three. Um, I might have more. So every every time we'll we see. travel, Cat we'll is looking for dogs. In every city we're at, we go to like the town square, and she's got to pet every dog there. It's crazy. Every single one. Yes. When we were in Knoxville, I don't know if you got to like the downtown area in Knoxville with all the restaurants and everything, but they were so dog friendly. And it would take us 20 minutes to walk from the restaurant to the car because I had to stop and meet all the. Dogs. Oh my gosh, you sound like me. Honestly, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, well, this has been fun. I've enjoyed getting to know you. We're, we have some like rapid fire questions that we want to ask to sort of wrap up okay. the hour, if that's okay yeah. with you. Um, I've got to pull them up on my phone here because I sent them to the crew before we okay. started. I, I'm up first. So I will hit you with the first okay. one. And that is, is lake life a real thing? Yes, I actually lived at the lake for one summer in college. Um, me and my friend got jobs and we were wait waitresses there and it is indeed, I love it. <laughs> so so you'd like to be near the water? Yeah, I do. I love like um, boat rides and just like hanging out at the lake with friends. I think it's so fun. So if you, when you make the game someday, is the swimming event going to be a good thing for you? Um, potentially, uh, I definitely would need to work on it a little bit more, but <laughs> I don't hate swimming. I just could get a little bit better at it probably. Awesome. My question is, which would you prefer a sled push or the torque tank? Um, so like the torque tank, would you mean like the sled pool? Yes. Okay, I would rather do the push. Did, right. did you notice a big difference between those two pieces of equipment, like a normal sled push versus the torque tank push? So Tia actually got one. So we had been practicing with it. So um, I kind of like knew what it felt like, but it is a lot different. You just kind of have to keep it moving since it's on wheels. So it's, it's good when it gets rolling, but um, it is pretty difficult. Awesome. All right. So we're going to talk macros now a little bit. Um, Jamie, we know Jamie actually too, because he's part of the Masters Fitness Collective, okay, yeah. which is like a, and, and Scott and I work that event. So do you have a favorite macro? Carb for sure. I'm obsessed <laughs> with like English muffins and oatmeal. And There's rice. no hesitation. Perfect. 
<laughs> that is the right answer, by the way. Yeah, it's like the first number that goes every time. <laughs> All right. Would you have beaten Brooke in the ruck run at West Coast? Ooh, that's hard. Um, I would probably say no. Really? I, I actually, that's a really good question. I don't really know, but um, she's been doing it for so long. I don't, I really don't know. So you, when you guys were on, in your, um, on your podcast appearance with the Mark Bell project, mm -hmm. you were asked about races and like who would win. And it was, she said that you would always win unless it was like a 5k. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. you're like, well, maybe, I don't know, you know, so I'm, I'm surprised that you said that, but okay. Yeah. Like anything short, like sprinting, I would definitely win, but it would be a close race. Like if it's longer distance, like the rough run. Mm -hmm. Was it, was it fun for you to watch um, the games sprint event? Yeah. In 19. Yeah. I went and watched that and I, like I get really nervous for sprints because there's really no time for error, but um, I knew that would, that sprint looked super fun. Yeah, I mean, not not the greatest outcome for your sister, clearly, but the event in itself was awesome, and I think you would have done really well at. Oh, the sprint, the running. Okay, I was on a different page. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was super jealous of that. I was like, dang, this is something that I would be so good at. Yeah, I loved watching that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would have turned out a little bit better though yeah we all yeah. we all do those cuts were brutal mm -hmm. so if we got rid of all the apps on your phone what are the three that you could not live without um I guess I'll just say my most used ones would be like texting Instagram and Snapchat. All right. Would you rather face a thousand mosquitoes or one grizzly bear? Um, a thousand mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be easier to fend off, you think? See, I would, I would pick the grizzly bear because I hate getting bitten by a mosquito. I do too. I like, I worst. swear I get bitten every time I'm outside at night, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like, how would you fight off? <laughs> I would like play dead. Maybe I would play dead. <laughs> I would play it didn't dead. really work out for Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had a mosquito bite and then taken a pre-workout? No. What? Oh, well, so, I don't so pre-workout. Okay. So there's, the pre-workouts that sort of make you tingly that have like that beta alanine in them. If you have a mosquito yeah. bite, it makes the mosquito bite just start itching all over again. Like it just happened. And I worked out this morning and I have a mosquito bite right on the top of my foot, like where my sock meets my shoe. And uh. I had to like take off my shoe like five times to like, just go at my <laughs> foot. It was so itchy. Yeah. I That's could definitely do. see how that would happen. Oh, it's so bad. And in Madison, the mosquitoes are the size of like pigeons. I'm going to be showering in my off bug spray. I think that's gross. Can't take it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who is more nurturing to white Shane or Nick? Um, they all are awesome. I guess Shane. 
Gotta go with the boss just to, just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the other side, who is more entertaining? Alec, Will, Street, Rothwell, James Newberry, since he showed up. Um, I would say Will. He's always up to something. <laughs> and he's got that massive dog. Yeah, oh, that dog. Yes, and it's huge. It's, it's mm. gigantic. I miss mm -hmm. that dog. It's like a person. All right. I'm calling an audible here, guys. Um, this is one that I didn't write down, but I just thought of it. Who's got the best sushi in Nashville? Um, Virago. It's so good. It's downtown. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, me and my sister love poke bowls, and they have one called the Pokey in Brentwood, and we get that probably twice a week. It's so good. So what's what's in the ingredients of that poke bowl for you? What do you put on it? So we I do um, spicy tuna, ahi tuna, um, seaweed salad, ginger, crab, and then like pretty much every topping. It's like edamame, onions, that kind of stuff. And it's so good. Okay. Um, last the, question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Charlie. What was the place? Was it a Mexican place Nick was talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't write it down. Um, oh, uh, Superica? Superica. Superica, yeah. Is it as that good place. as he says? Yes. I mean, that's probably like my favorite restaurant in Asheville. All right, guys, now we, have, now we have two to go to. That's like three That's quality. So good. <laughs> I love it. All right, so last question. What would Mama Lisa say is your best quality? Um, hmm, that's a good one. I mean, she always just isn't really sweet and caring. <laughs> so I guess that's the quality. Well, Sydney, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to meet with us. Um, hopefully we can do it again someday. Um, best of luck with your training. Um, we'll definitely be looking out for you next year. Um, we'll look to see you in Madison, check in and say hi. Um, we'll be rooting on Brooke, of course. And uh, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. This was fun. Good, I'm glad you had fun. We had to. Good. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends in partnership with The Morning Chalk Up. Please consider giving us a five-star rating and leaving us a review. It really helps our podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.